six sides of school I fat it no for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play Hey everybody, it's uh, the UK Hockey Fan Podcast, the Midweek Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. And uh, we're back again to do our Midweek Podcast. And once again, we've failed to put it out on Wednesday. It's um, Thursday uh, evening here in the UK at the moment. Um, Do you know what's weird is we've been trying to get one out on Wednesday. Last week we weren't able to get it out because we went to the GB versus Didamo Riga game. Um, And the other problem is, is that Finn annoyingly has hockey practice on a Wednesday night. And so I usually go and take him and hang out at the rink while he's at practice. And then by the time we get home, we're both too tired to do it. So I don't know if we're going to move to Thursday permanently or try and get them done on Tuesday. But anyway, this it's Thursday here in the UK. And um, we if this is the short form one. We do a longer one on a Sunday night um, that has Cliffy's notes on it. Scott Ancliffe joins us to talk about the EIHL and things like that. But this is going to be the shorty. So we'll get right on with things. Finn, what are we going to talk about? Well, first off, um, this show actually, le- uh, it it's recorded perfectly on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. It's a Valentine's Day show. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody listening, if you're listening, <laughs> t- if you're listening today. Yeah, it's 14th of Feb. So, yeah, that's cool. Valentine's Day show. Yeah. Um, we got a couple games to talk about. Uh, I know you got uh, a, s- a skate story you want to talk about. A couple Leafs games, you mean? Yeah, a couple of these games. Uh, sorry, that's what I meant. Um, we got the Women's Hockey Team Canada versus USA series to talk about. Yeah, that three-game rivalry series. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, and then I thought we'd have a little game of uh, predictions. Okay, all right. So, yeah. Okay, great. So, yeah, I wanted to kick off with a little story. I usually try and um, talk uh, something of sort of general interest around hockey. And uh, this came up on social media this week because I saw... Somebody had posted something on Instagram about the Blade Master skate sharpening machine, and I have very fond memories of uh, spending many, 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 many hours behind a Blade Master machine sharpening skates. When I was um, living in Victoria, BC, I went to University of Victoria and played hockey out there as well. And um, I worked in a shop, an independent sport uh, hockey shop called Athlete's Choice. I don't know if it's still going. And um, uh, they did every their proper hockey shop, like uh, for example, like Puck Stop is here, and um, All Star Sports, and others. Uh, and so they had um, skate guys doing skate sharpening there, and um, also those of us that did skate sharpening also learned all the repairs and things. So we could also replace your skate holders, and we could put new blades on. And this was be pre uh, trigger technology, so you used to have to take the holder off completely just to, ch- to put in new steel. Uh, we could replace rivets and everything else and stitch boots back together. And we used to stitch back together pads and all sorts. And so I learned, I learned loads there and I really loved working in that job, even though it was just like a university job. And, uh, but I learned ha- a lot about skate sharpening. And, um, one of the things that I see more and more on, uh, social media these days is, um, where people have various little gauges that they show the angle of a skate blade and, those of, those of you guys that the you folks out there that play um, <coughs> you know competitively and know what it's like to have decent uh, skate sharpening know that most places or lots of places do not sharpen them properly, and the reason they don't is because actually the person sharpening it just thinks it's all about so many passes across the stone and that's it, so they count you know six and then check and then six and whatever, but the reality is is that 
your skate edge is actually two edges running down the length of the steel so that there's sort of a u-shape if you're looking literally down the blade of the skate there's a u-shape there u-shaped gully and so people that know the depth that they want can say you know can say specifically what depth they have um loads of uh skate sharpening places just have sort of a standard depth like half grind or whatever and so that refers to obviously the dip that you're creating down the middle of the that um, blade and then you're trying to sharpen both edges now the thing is is that if you don't get the skate completely straight in the holder and or the uh, stone hasn't been properly cleaned with a diamond edge then what you'll end up with is you can end up with one edge being slightly longer than the other or slightly skewed so that one edge might be razor sharp and the other one not so much so you really have to put quite a, a bit of care in, into it and it's actually quite an artistry uh, to get that right and um, and I know around here Ian Clark at um, All Star uh, does a brilliant job and he knows exactly what he's doing and, and it's an artistry and and uh, and I know he'd agree with me. So that's just in skate sharpening itself. So it, when you look down the blade and you put your eye on and you look down the blade, what you're looking for is um, a, uh, a that valley, that U-shape in the middle is of the depth that you want it. So probably for most of us, that's not too deep, not too shallow. And that actually what you're looking for is that both edges perfectly line up as you look down. One is not longer or shorter than the other. And obviously the blade hasn't been burnt and you'd be able to see that with a, a discoloring of the metal if they let it get too hot. One of the other things that really blew my mind when, um, when I first started playing hockey here was that, here in the UK, was that nobody that I talked to knew anything about profiling a blade. And profiling is obviously where if you're, um, depending on the position that you play and whether you're um, a fast skater or you know a strong skater, you tend to have a, a different um, profile on the blade. So the profile, all the profiles come the same out of the box. The blade, the steel looks the same. And then if you're a forward and you want to really concentrate on quick turning and things like that, you put a bit more what you call rocker into the, um, into the profile, which means that if you're looking side on at the skate, that there's a bit more curve up at the, at the back and the front. So you get more of a sort of a semicircle all the way around. And that's called rocker. Putting more rocker in gives you a quicker turn, but unfortunately it takes out some of the blade that's touching the ice, and therefore uh, it slows you down just ever so much. If you're a pro, you'd notice. If you're not a pro, probably not so much. And then if you're a defender, and um, a lot of your game is um, you know, push, pushing and shoving, pushing guys out of the crease, you know, where you really got to dig in and really got to be strong, you probably want less rocker so more your blade connects with the ice. And so you do that usually by that profile. You get a profile that you like. And um, if you're getting a new steel on, what they do is they take the old steel and trace it out onto your new steel. And then they cut that extra, um, you know, extra metal off on a cross grinder until um, it's r reasonably the right shape. And then they do the rest of the work with a normal sharpening blade. If you want to see um, an example of what that looks like, Finn and I both got our skates profiled by Puckstop in Sheffield. And I think we've got at least one of or two um, photos on Instagram of them actually tracing out our old steel on our new bionic blades and um, before they profile them and things like that. So I, I just want to talk quickly about that because I think that certainly people that are just entering into the sport and um, or have played for a short period of time 
or have a limited number of places where they can get their skates sharpened. Lots of people here get them sharpened at the rink because there's nowhere else to do it. Don't realize there's this whole other world of adjustment out there, and it, m it makes a massive difference. It, getting your skate blades right can make as much difference as getting the right skates themselves, or um, not having your skates right is the same as wearing skates that are totally the wrong size. So it's a big thing, and if you haven't really looked into any of that, I'd recommend checking it out the next time you go to where you get your skate sharp and ask them if you've got if you if you reckon you've got the right shape, the right profile for your blades, and ask them if actually the depth you've been getting is right for you, because quite often they can tell um, based on your your size and your weight and your height and things like that all factor into it. And the last thing I'll say on that is when I got my skate sharpened in Canada last at um, Hermie Sports in London, Ontario. The one thing that he said is, where are you using these skates? Are you going to be skating here in Canada or are you going to be using them next in the UK? And I said, in the UK. And he said, in the UK, the ice is softer, so we won't go as deep on the blade. So there you go. Um, as, far as, as far as Canadians are concerned, the ice over here is soft. That's all I got on skates. Let's move on to talking about um, the women's hockey rivalry. Okay. Um, I know you've, you've got this up, but uh, so it's, as you said, I think it's a three-game three game series, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so USA versus Canada, three-game series. I think it's three nights in a row. Uh, yeah, I think so. And isn't it at Budweiser Gardens, London? Yeah, so uh, it's being played Budweiser Gardens in London, Ontario, uh, which is home of the London Knights. Yeah. OHL, um, our favorite OHL team. Yeah, and I know I've, I, you know, I rock the jersey sometimes <laughs> at training. Yeah, you've got an awesome jersey. We got lots of London Knights stuff because um, I've, we've still got family living there. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty sure they played the first game last night, um, and USA won that game 1-0, and Hillary Knight scored the goal. Yeah, Hillary Knight scored for the States, and um, <coughs> I haven't seen the highlights. And uh, actually, I was going to say just before we came on the air, we were looking up the y the results, and it wasn't easy. It genuinely not, was not easy to find the results and a proper write-up of, um, of, uh, of the game. So... Um, Anyway, I, di I did find them in the end, but uh, it was not easy. It wasn't like simply typing in Maple Leaf scores or whatever. I had to. I typed in USA versus Canada women's hockey rivalry, and it wasn't even what I wanted. The information I wanted wasn't even on the first page of Google. So you know, come on, people, get your shit together. As far as women's hockey is concerned, we're all interested. You know, make it easier to find. So first game of the three game series played last night. Um, it must have been one hell of a game. I haven't seen the highlights, but any game that ends up one nil is a pretty amazing hockey game. Yeah, it's got to have been a it's got to have, uh, have been a tight game, uh, definitely. And um, oh uh, yeah, I got shots on goal. Do you want to hear that? Yeah, let's go for that. Okay, so so shots on goal. Um, it looks like something like twenty one for U.S. and thirty three for Canada. So that is you know. 50-odd shots that didn't go in, which is pretty good game. Yeah. Um, so some yeah, sick yeah, yeah. goaltending going on there for sure. Um, and uh, it was a scoreless first period, I believe. Hillary scored in the second period, so one nil, bring, making it 1-0 for the States. And then uh, they held it a 0-0 draw for the second, or sorry, the third period, and it ended up 1-0. That is one hell of a hockey game, and I'm looking forward to finding that somewhere and watching that later on tonight, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Um I, d I don't know how easy it's going to be. I mean, what, do, you, do you know what, uh, where it was broadcast? 
because uh, we might be able to catch if it was on TSM. We might. Be able to I think it was on CBC probably. So we may, we might be able to find a feed on um, YouTube or something like that. Who yeah. who knows? Yeah, that's the one thing about here, especially, is that with with women's hockey anyway, it's hard to pr- it's probably hard to get games in ca- in uh, Canada or US. Yeah, U- de- usually, definitely the um, you know the the pro league, the the top league, um, where the likes of uh, Brianna Decker and um, uh, coin, um, Kendall Coin play, you wouldn't. I don't think you can get that on normal TV. So I don't know where people get it. But anyway, let's stick with the series. Okay. Um, so one nil. Um, so USA up one nothing in the series. Game two is tonight. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I've just yep. looked. So game two is tonight, and I think game three is tomorrow night. But they're so late, I think that um, we won't be able to watch them. And it's school and work night, <laughs> also. So we're probably not going to catch those. We'll have to oh, catch. Oh, actually, we might. If if it is, if there's one on tomorrow night, we might be able to oh, catch. Yeah, that's it. true. It'll be Saturday, early Saturday morning here. So we'll see if we can get yeah. it somewhere. Uh, if anybody hears <laughs> this uh, before um, before game three, and you know of a feed, hit us up on a DM on our social media somewhere: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on. We're on all three. Or uh, get us through the website. Uh, cool. One last thing to say on women's hockey is uh, quite excited to say. That when we tweeted out the fact that the rivalry was on this week, we got a like from... Brianna Decker. Brianna Decker. Big up to Brianna Decker. We are huge fans of yours. Thanks for liking um, liking our Twitter post. It, it made our day. Should we talk about the Leafs? Yeah, let's get in some uh, a few Leafs games here. So, since we last uh, broadcast, um, the Leafs played two games yep. against the New York Rangers mm-hmm. and the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Mixed result. Yeah, so New York was uh, back back to back game. I'm just gonna look here. Who? So we played Montreal the night before and won. Yeah, great game. Great game there. And then New York went literally. I, d- I don't really know what happened to be honest. I'm looking at. F- first of all, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk talk about the shots on goal here. You ready? Yep, ready. So, Toronto took 56 shots on goal to New York's 30. Who do you think won the game? <laughs> from that, from that alone. I know. If you didn't know the score, you'd say the Leafs must have won that game. Like fifty. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but we'll go through the scoring here. So final score was four to one. So first period, uh, New York. Twenty-eight seconds into the first period, uh, Michael Michael Zibanejad, uh of New York making it one nil. In twenty-eight seconds. Twenty-eight seconds into the game. Yeah, that's that's always a a soul destroying thing. So Sparky was in net because it was a, it was the second half of a back to back. Right, that's right. So well, so we d- because we don't actually have a backup goalie, we just play both goalies. Yeah, um, should get should have Clutchinson, um, and then tying it one one, even after we we said that he wasn't performing as well as he had been earlier in the season. Kasperi Kapanen, 16th goal of the season, unassisted, making it 1-1. Oh, Cappy. So this is still the first period. So it's 1-1. New York make it 2-1, 14-05 into the first period. Jimmy VC. Yeah. Okay, let's rattle through because this is depressing. I want to get on yeah. to the, uh, yeah. the, the avalanche game. Let's get on to the next one. Uh, so quick. Second period was scoreless. New York make it 3-1, Adam McQuaid. Uh, and then four-one empty net goal, uh, Kevin Hayes. Nice. 
That's I not, mean, that's not, not nice. nice. Um, looking at here, Toronto literally had all the best stats, so we'll move on here. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm coming off the back of that great Habs overtime win, and then we get blown out by someone like the 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 uh, I, um, sorry Rangers. And uh, the whole shot thi- thing just this crazy. is this is the the Leafs, you know, mojo man. They they just or juju, I guess they say. Um, we just are unpredictable like that, you know, and we just have to become less, more consistent in our gameplay than that. I mean, if you go into a game uh, and all the stats say that you should win that game and you've got all the manpower on the ice to win that game, you've got all the firing power up front, you've got your defenders performing, you've got a decent goalie, you should win that game, not be blown out. I'd, yeah, I'd, I don't know. I'm pretty sure one of the goals was fluky. One of the goals, Sparks just sieved. Um, and then 56 shots. The the goalie, their end, faced 56 shots and let in one. So 55 saves. Yeah, so I heard, you know, um, the frustrations were around. Um, Kadri kept clanging them. And, uh, you know, shot after shot didn't go in for him. So, you know, it wasn't a great game. But anyway, let's. Uh, so we lost that one. Um, let's get on to Colorado. So let's move on to Colorado here. Uh, so I'll, st- I'll say the final score after. Um, first period, three minutes, 17 seconds into the first period. Toronto make it 1-0. Kasperi Kapanen again. Uh, 17th uh, goal of the year. And uh, assisted by Austin Matthews with his 24th assist. Awesome. Okay. Um, mo- uh, still in the first period. Moving on. Um, the Avalanche tie at 1-1. to Ryan Graves uh, making it his, his third goal of the year. Tie, uh, as I said, tying 1-1 to in the first period. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm all right with it so far. Okay. And then I'm liking the look of this. If you just look, look there, I look know. at all those logos. That's wonderful. It's pretty nice. Read it out. Second period. Austin Matthews, 25th goal of the year, assisted by John Tavares <laughs> and Mitchell Marner. Just imagine if he'd been fit for the whole season where he'd be at. Oh, my goodness. Awesome milestone there. I'm, ju- I'm just looking at these assists as well. John Tavares got 28 assists and Mitch Marner's on 47. That is just sick. We've just got such a... Those guys are just firing on all cylinders. Keep going, though. The news gets even better. It does give it get even better. Before before we move on, I'm just looking here. The nec- all these, these three goals are all power play goals. So our power player actually did something for once. Yeah, so everybody was, uh, I mean, social media erupted with the fact that we finally fixed our power play, you know. Three goals. Back to delivering again, so that's great. So this is three goals in one period from the power play. Which is what you want, right? You want to to be setting up, facing off against a team, and that team wants to know that if they get a penalty of any kind, it's as good as a goal against. You know what I mean? Yeah. You You get a penalty you get a goal scored on you. That's just the way it is. That was literally like it was, uh, that was exactly what happened at the start of the year when they first brought in this mega power play. Totally. Like in five games, we didn't miss like a power play or whatever. It was awesome. And so then it just, it's just drooped, but it's come back right when we needed it. So, you know, we're we're in good shape. Power play's working again. Okay. So this, so that Austin Matthews on first power play line. Next goal to make it three to one Toronto, Nazem Kadri. 14th goal of the year, assisted by John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Power play goal. Uh, and that was also the first line power play, so that, that line's doing something again. Yeah, great. Great. Good to see Naz um, popping another one in. Um, again, that's going to become an issue, a, a cap issue for us next year because he's such an awesome player. But great to have him scoring at the moment. Yep. Um, 
Then moving on, Kasperi Kapanen. So second line power play, getting his second goal of the night, 18th goal of the season, assisted by Patrick Marlowe, making it 4-1 Toronto. Fantastic. Good to see Cappy popping one in. Marlowe gets on the, on the uh, score sheet there too. Okay. Uh, going into third period, uh, Toronto leading 4-1. Nazem Kadri, 15th goal of the year, uh, assisted by William Nylander. Um, and Andreas Janssen making it 5-1 Toronto. Yeah, had, uh, good to hear Janssen on there again after a, a good spell, um, I think, against the Habs a couple games ago. Yeah. Um, Points-wise. I'm just, I'm just looking at this. So Kapanen got two, and Kadri got two as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So this is great. And um, uh, the Avalanche kind of get like a consolation kind of goal. Yeah, well, we're tired at this stage, you know, from scoring. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kerfoot... Uh, making it 5-2 Toronto, and that was the last goal of the game. Awesome. Fantastic game. Fantastic result. Great to see those names. A good spread of names, too. That's what you want on that, on that score sheet. Looking across assists and goals there, there's quite a few names. Um, all those lines are firing, working together. That's exactly what you want. So uh, a great game, and uh, I'm delighted with that result. So um, out of those last three games, two good wins, and uh, one bewildering loss. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to move on to... So, I, I was going to look at uh, a few of these uh, Toronto leaders. So, there's 26 games left in the season. Um, for the Leafs, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's 26 games left in the regular season. So, I was just going to go through a few point totals for you. And I want to see uh, a couple guys. And I wanted your opinion on how many points they would end up with. Okay, just give me a second. I'm having a slug of beer. All right. Uh, which who are you going to look at first? So first off, we'll look at uh, goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start off with the uh, f- like um, we'll start off with the out players. We'll go on to goalies in a minute. Okay. So goals. Uh, any idea who you think is in first for the Leafs? For the Leafs, this is just Leafs. This is just straight goal scoring. Yep. Austin Matthews. No, he's second. Uh, so Mitch Marner. No, he's third. First place, really? Who, who am I not thinking about? Yeah. Uh, go on. Come on. L- off-season signing. Oh, t- of course. John Tavares. Yeah, John Tavares is in first uh, with 33 goals. Matthews in second, 25. And third place, Mitchell Marner with 20. I can't believe I didn't say Tavares. It's because his name didn't come up in the last couple of games. That's which true. Is a, which is a dry spell for him. That's a goal dry spell. He got a couple of assists. Yeah, yeah, totally. Goal. Totally. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so... John Tavares, how many goals do you reckon he will finish with? What's he on now? 33. Uh, 26 okay. games left. Uh, he's going to hit 50 goals. F- over 50. You think he's going to get over 50 in 20 games? Yes. No, no, no. 50 total. Are you talking about the total? Where he'll, he'll end up? Yes. How, how many goals do you reckon he'll end so up with So you said he's got thir- 33 games. goals now. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be 55. 55 with 26 games left. Yeah, do you think that's low? I was going to say maybe slightly high. Not dissing John Tavares, but we've got 26 games. You have to score like a goal a game. Uh, just, un- just under a goal a game. Yeah, why Why, why isn't that possible? That's he, true. He might, you know, he's had a, a bit of a drought here, but he could score three in a night. Yeah, I think. So our next game is against uh, <laughs> Vegas. So that might be a... Uh, I know that's the team we haven't lost against Yeah, ever. so I'm going to go 55. You're going to go 55 with him. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll move on to assists here. Um, first place. Oh, Mitch Marner. 
Yes. Mitch Marner, 47. Second place? Um, second place is going to be... He's having a career year. Uh, a career year? Uh, Austin Matthews? No. Uh, no. Oh, all right. Hang on. Uh, Kadri? No. No. <laughs> Assist-wise. Uh, oh. Nominated for the All-Star game. Oh. Well, it's all, it's Tavares. No, he played in the All-Star oh, game. Oh, pl- nominated. Oh, right. Oh, uh, oh, Riley. Yeah, Morgan Riley has 41 assists you know, in second place. I just wouldn't, my mind wouldn't let me get there. Yeah. That's amazing. What are the, so how many has he got? Sorry. 41. That's fantastic. Again, um, you know, we didn't really mention him in the in the last few games, but yeah, he's just quietly pegging up the the, uh, the total on uh, assists. Yeah, what a great player! Uh, and we were robbed. He was robbed by not getting selected for the All Star. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, last one, third place. Who are we saying? Third place. Yep. Who's third on the Leafs in assists? So who did we say was first? First is Mitch, Mitch. Marner. Oh yeah, and uh, and then. Um, old man Riley, and uh, third is have I said him already? Yep. Matthews. No. Nope. Oh, not Tavares. Tavares. Yeah. He's third. JT. Twenty nine wow. assists. He's having a hell of a. So points wise, we'll move on to that now. Okay. Okay. So first place in points. Tavares. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is like. The section where you make Shane look like an idiot <laughs> for not knowing any of the actual <laughs> stats. Uh, first place. Oh, Mitch Marner. Yeah. Cap issue, dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, um, yeah. 67 points. That's awesome. That's seven more than he ended with last season. 67 points with 23 games to go. 26 games. 26 games to go. He's going to get over 1,000. <laughs> He's going to break all Gretzky's <laughs> records. Um, second place. Uh... Second place uh, points total. Ooh. Uh, Tavares. Yes. And third place. Austin Matthews? Nope. Uh, we have mentioned him. Kadri? Nope. He's way down there, isn't he? Um, Probably. Third place. Same guy that you just blanked on. Oh, Riley. Yep, yeah, Morgan Riley. My so mind's not working that well today. Mitch Marner, 67. John Tavares, 62. And Morgan Riley, 55 points. Those, those are serious, big-ass point totals. Before we move on to any <laughs> any predictions, I'm just going to look at this in league-wide now, now stats. Now that you've filleted my, my stats Now I've completely knowledge. ruined you. Um, so, Mitch Marner is 11th in the league in, in point scoring. Wow, that that's amazing. So, it's uh, you know, it's an era... Of uh, high points going, isn't it? isn't it? Yes. So if I look, if I try and see, I try and find the best defenseman currently in the league. That is Brent Burns is top of the league with 63 points. Um, and if I go down slightly further, past uh, 25, Kessel. Uh, sorry, let me get this. That's all right. This is perfect for a podcast. Yeah, perfect, this. Um, Everybody enjoying Finn scroll <laughs> scrolling on his phone? Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so, B- uh, Burns is in first okay. uh, in the with Defenseman 63. Right. Morgan Riley and Mike Giordano are tied with 55 points. Both, so that this is 
uh, Morgan Riley is thirty tied thirty third in the whole league. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, he's okay. having a career year. There. So let's just um, while on stats, let's talk uh, some macro data. Uh, we are currently. What place are we in the in the league? So we are. We're second, second in the division. Second in the division. Again. And we are fifth, fourth? Fifth. fifth in the league. That's awesome. This is just, uh, you know, you're, I'm a, you're afraid to say it out loud, you know, but this is an awesome season. Yeah, definitely. Really enjoying being a Leafs fan. I've had miserable years. I've had some middling years, but I'm really enjoying being a Leafs fan this year. Uh, so, no, great. Great to be where we are at this time in the, in the uh, season. Yeah, definitely. So... We are fifth in the league. Uh, Winnipeg have flipping made a comeback here. Actually, no, they got a game in hand. If we win the Vegas game, we're yeah. tied for second with Winnipeg. Excellent. San Jose also uh, have 75 points and a game in hand. Tampa Bay Lightning have a game in hand, but no one's catching them because they're on 88 points. They, just, they are just having, they're having a Vegas season. No, no, no. They were sick last season. Yeah. They are the new capitals who won't win a cup even though they win the league like six years in a row. Yeah, well, I mean, you remember at this point last year, Vegas was just pulling away though. Uh, so, yeah, I get your point on the caps, but it's, you know, a sort of a mirror of the Vegas situation to you this time last year. Yeah, so actually, if, if we're looking at talking about Vegas here, so they're 13th in the league. So going from that super high to 13th. I mean, that's just... That will that is the expansion story for all time and probably always will be. Yeah. Um, come into the league, tear the league up, and uh, then disappear. And who knows where they'll be um, by the end of this season, let alone in into next season. But hey, you know, Leafs are flying. Uh, right. Do you want to get onto a couple more predictions, just quick? These are actual predictions. Yeah, let's do some quick ones because we want to keep this short. This uh, our this midweek podcast. So, we're gonna go through some standing predictions, okay? Okay. All right. So, we'll start off with the uh, Atlantic Division. Okay. So, first place Tampa Bay, second place Toronto, third place Boston, and first place for the wild card is Montreal. Yep. So, where do you think those out those four teams? With who's gonna be in which order? So one, two, three, four. Okay, so the first thing is the Habs won't even be in that four. Are you talking about the end of the season? By the end of the season, who yeah. do you reckon will Habs be in the top four? And the Habs won't be in the top four, so they're out straight away. Um, so Tampa Bay will be still be in first because we won't catch them. Yep. Uh, we will be in second or third. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking Boston. We'll probably cling on, so it'll be a trade-off between second and third between us and Boston, and then I think probably my prediction will be that Buffalo might crawl up in there, and the Habs will not be in the top four. Really? Um. Okay. That's a, that's a that's a pretty big take right there. So move on to the Metro. Okay. Well, you do this one. Okay. So I'm looking at this here: one, two, three, and four. Uh, New York, Washington, Columbus, and Pittsburgh. So, New York is 72, so I would say that they are probably going to stand first, and I think it's going to be a race between Columbus and Washington for second, and I think Pittsburgh, it will be between, uh, Pittsburgh will be, be between third and fourth uh, in the standings, so New York, I'd say probably Columbus, Washington, Pittsburgh. 
is my guess for the Metro. Okay, that's easy. Move on for you for the Pacific. Okay, so at this point in the uh, season, we've got Sharks in first, Calgary second, um, Vegas third, and Vancouver clinging on in uh, distant fourth because there's a big drop there. So you've got um, you've got points are uh, 75 Sharks, 74 Calgary, um, then a big drop for Vegas to 66, and then a huge drop to Vancouver. So if you look at to 57, so you're looking at almost a 20 point gap between fourth place and second place. That's pretty big. That's huge. And uh, so I I think that there's probably going to be no change in first and second. I say Sharks are going to wrap that up. Calgary will fight them all the way and end up in second. I would say. Uh, I mean, Vegas, they're, they're ahead by nine points, you know, uh, ahead of Vancouver. So I think, I think that it's, uh, well, I'm not out, I'm looking though, the Yotes are two points behind Vancouver in fifth place. So the only possible battle I see here is for fourth place. And, um, I'm going to say Vancouver holds on. Yeah. So same I, here. I think that that is going to end up, uh, staying where it is now. Okay, so moving on to the Central, which out of the Western Conference is probably the only team, uh, sorry, the only d- uh, division that are fighting in any way, I think, for any positions in that division. So we have Winnipeg in first, 75 points. Uh, Nashville in second, 71 points. Dallas in third with 63, so a big drop there. And then fourth is St. Louis Blues uh, with 61. So I'm going to say... Based on looking at the games in hand, so first place will be I'm going to say Winnipeg California Golden Seals. Yes, coming back. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I think Winnipeg stays on because they they've only played 57 and Nashville played 59. Yeah, and then they're still four points in, fr- uh, in front of Nashville. Yeah, so I think Winnipeg stays on as uh, first. I think there's no change in second either. And then I actually think there might be a, a battle between St. Louis and Dallas Stars. Uh, seeing as they're both on the same... Uh, oh, wait, actually, Dallas, 56 uh, games played, and St. Louis, 55, and it's 63-61. Um, so I think that it's going to be a battle for a third and fourth between Dallas and the St. Louis Blues. Okay, all right. So, so we, we've got this uh, 14th of February podcast and we can to be able to check back in with at the end and see see how close we got. Okay. Obviously, we'll check in along the way, too. Yeah, so this this is our uh, with twenty six games left, especially for the Leafs here. Uh, for the Leafs, twenty six games left. Uh, this is our podcast about all our predictions on uh, NHL standings and how we think it's going to end up. Divisional standings, and I don't want to go into league because uh, sure? I don't want to get joking. into uh, I don't want to get into jinxing it. <laughs> yeah, that situation. Let's just stick to the divisions for now. What do okay. we got? What do we got left? Is that all? Uh, I think that is pretty much it. Cool. Unless you have anything else you no. want to say. Let's do a couple shout-outs and get out of here. Okay. Right. So, uh, big shout-outs to um, our friends at Crosscheck Clothing in Rotherham. They're awesome people and awesome products. If you haven't checked them out, go to their website, Crosscheck Clothing. They're awesome. They're also on Instagram. Check them out there. Um, if you like cool stuff, like really cool functional sports stuff with amazing designs on, check them out. Crosscheck Clothing. Um, they sort of a similar counterpart for me. Um, in uh, Toronto that is called Beer League Republic, that which make amazing stuff. My fa- Probably my favorite hockey t-shirt is a Beer League uh, Republic one. Check them out if you see them or if you're um, Canada side or stateside. 
uh up north um skate shop wise who we got up there uh puck stop in uh sheffield yeah so puck stop a uh, great shop up north if you're up there in based in sheffield uh down here um all-star uh, sports in swindon wiltshire which uh, if you're around swindon oxford that whole corridor uh check them out they're great um also uh sports green um who have this just amazing training um product which will save your uh, garage door from being blasted through with uh, not only uh hockey pucks but it's also great for practicing baseball softball and lacrosse or any sort of sport where you fling something at a goalie check them out online they are very nice people and a very awesome company located in southwestern ontario and they will um if, if you work with them they will ship one to you probably wherever you are in the world um and bionic skate blades I know we go uh, go on about these. I talked about um, skate sharpening in the beginning of this episode. Get your skate sharpened properly by a pro who knows what they're doing. And also, you know, think about what blades that you are using. So you spent seven hundred pounds or seven hundred and fifty dollars on a uh, on a pair of brand new skates. They come with the standard blades, and CCM or Bauer will tell you that those blades are amazing and worth the money and they're just as good as the boot i'm telling you now they're not there is better technology out there step blades are out there um but brand new from canada are these bionic blades they are strong they are super light and they hold an edge amazing get a pro to do them up with an amazing edge super light blades put them on your your fancy skates and fly like the wind Um, i've watched them transform finn's game I'm an old duffer, and uh, they even helped me out. So check them out, Bionic Skate Blades, now available in the UK and available all over North America. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it. Okay, let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out in the normal places. Uh, yeah, so follow us on social media, a UK hockey fan pretty much anywhere. Um, and then, uh, or if you don't have social media, uh, drop us an email, ukhockeyfam at gmail.com. And look at our website, uh, ukhockeyfam.co.uk. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again. See you on Sunday night. Speak to you on Sunday night, at least. Yeah, see you guys on Sunday. Cheers. Is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old.